guess who's back? Back on top of the AFC East. That's Bill Mother Belichick, baby. Let's go. Patriots retake the AFC. This is our division. You cannot say that the dynasty is dead because the dynasty is rebirthed like a phoenix out of the ashes. It is a great day to be a New England Patriots fan, and it is a great time to be alive. Oh, wow. You you, you were, like, sleeping on that one. <laughs> I was like, hey, I've been prepped for that. You are ready for that. I was ready, dude. Bill Belichick is fantastic. Wow. Just wow. Fantastic coaching experience. But we will jump into that all later in our NFL segment. Um, also, quick PSA. Uh, sorry if this sounds choppy because all of us are actually, none of us are with each other right now. So it is we're all weird. spread out. Well, not really for me. It is weird for Ethan and Tommy. Yeah. Tommy will be joining us shortly as our guest today. <laughs> some technical difficulties. If he doesn't figure them out, well, welcome <laughs> to say. Um, Senor Tani, thank you for the Spanish. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, what were your... Um, well, since we're waiting for Tom here, what were your um, reactions this week to uh, to the uh, Patriots game? Um, so, where I was at the Patriots game, I was actually... Actually, wait. I don't know if I can reveal this, but I was doing some other things, so I was kind of like looking into it. Or just kind of other glancing. things. Wait, yeah, some on. other Do you things have, like, like a secret career or something? Possibly, possibly. Oh, suspicious. Um, but yeah, no, I I love the game. I mean, the fact that we threw three passes and one, and we didn't even need to throw any passes. If we're being honest, Mac Jones uh, knows his role in this offense, and that is one of the things that got me so excited. Well, that's the thing with the pass. You have to know your role. You have to do your he job. Trace his role. Do your job, kid. Exactly. And that kid is killing it right now. Do your job, and yeah, I mean. I, I'm in love with Mac. I mean, I knew it was going to take a while, whoa. but he, he's ready. Man. Madison. Hey, you know what? Sports, man. You well, got you got to rep the yeah. team first. For team the, over everything. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. <laughs> got to be committed to uh, your QB. Yeah, yeah no, it was a little bit much, but okay. It was awesome, and now we get to buy at the perfect time to get everyone rested up. And then we have the Colts, Bills, Dolphins, which is going to be a tough stretch. But and now we got Tom joining us. Oh, Welcome wow. to the show, Tom. Welcome to the show, Tom. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this whole technology thing. <laughs> Welcome Tom, to the 21st century. I just let the boys run it for me, and now I got to do stuff on my own. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole well, like in-depth combo. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that Tom's here, let us jump right into the quick hits. Yes, sir. Major League Baseball has entered a lockout. Their uh, CBA expired. It is the first strike since 1994. So basically what happens is no games are checked. They're going to the players. And the lockout was actually technically initiated by the owners, but it's for the benefit of both sides, like management and the and the um, players. Um, and overall, it's kind of disappointing to see, but at least it's not like during a primetime hour. I mean, free agency is fun to watch, but it's going to be fun to keep track of free agency, though, when the lockout finally ends, hopefully. Yeah, and I think they wanted to get this in, like uh... – before like it was like let's say this was like during like spring training and like the season was in a few weeks that would suck because if you don't figure it out you have to push everything back reschedule but hopefully they can get this figured out in time where we can start everything normally uh for agency will be a there's probably stuff like going on behind the scenes where like they're like thinking about who they want to sign but like this is a huge like big deal right now it'll be interesting to see how it plays out 
And, you know, I'm starting to get into baseball, so I'm really looking forward to that. I know. Right at a time, I was getting into baseball. and I know. Uh, it's over. What a shame. It's the hype, yeah, though. Really it's it's going it to be more hype. It's going to be even more hype. When something goes away and it comes back, that feeling is just so much better. Just like, and that's a big old nuts. pile. That is a big old piling heap of foreshadow. Anyway, yep. Antonio yep. Brown was suspended three games for misrepresenting his vaccination status. I did see a report that they are considering releasing him. Really? I didn't see that. I did. That yeah, oh, it was. Um, it wasn't oh, like Shefty confirmed. It was one of the low-level ESPN yeah. people, but still, yeah. it is still being talked about within the organization. Man, he is one of the best of all time. But his offs, like the uh, he is weird. The field he is stuff weird. Is at weird. the end of the day. At the end I mean, of the day, he is simply weird. That's it. I mean, it's okay to be weird, but like, yes, he is weird, and you can't always be weird in like businesses that are multi-million dollar things. You have to be straightforward. But In college football news, Alabama won the SEC Conference Championship this week. Very exciting. I watched the whole game. Amazing. It was so much fun to watch. I really do enjoy watching college football. Yeah, it's actually... It, it almost is better than a lot of NFL games, to be honest. I mean, really if we is. knew the players... These guys more, are younger, faster. It's just a lot mm-hmm. more fun to watch. Fast-paced game. But yeah, I mean, this was just disappointing for Georgia. I mean, they were undefeated all season, and they thought they were the top dogs, and then Alabama's, oh, we're still you give, Alabama. If you give Alabama the under, they are going to beat you every time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, man, when are they not going to be good? <laughs> Never. Yeah. Um, but overall, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati were all selected for um, the college football playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it was pretty accurate. There's nothing that's really like bummed me out. And good for Cincinnati. This is actually their first. It's about time Cincinnati gives them their. It's, it's their, their first time making it. And they've made it before like Florida, Penn State, Miami, schools like that that have been football schools. So good for them. It'll be exciting to watch. It kind of sucks that they have to play Alabama first round. But, you know, I'd love to see an upset there, but I just don't see that at all. But I'm interested. That Michigan-Georgia game is going to be good. It's going to be amazing. Um, The four Heisman finalists this year are Bryce Young, um, Kenny Pickett, Aiden Hutchinson, and C.J. Stroud. I don't feel like really anyone got snuffed this year. I I do. A lot of people. Oh. Yeah. You have some some interesting takes for us. Um, Yes. For Alabama... um, Oh, geez. Um, hold on. Are you going to say Metchinson? No. Get out of here. Oh, my God. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to botch it, but it's, it's the Alabama. I, I know the guy's name's Will. I do, I'm pretty sure the last name is Jackson, but I, I don't want to botch it. Well, well, Mulder, well, you're just wrong because Bryce Young deserves it, though. So. Bryce Young deserves it. Bryce no Young deserves it. Bryce Young deserves it, but I don't think that uh, Aiden Hutchinson is the best defensive end or the best defensive player. I think it doesn't that, matter because I feel like the real race is between Kenny Pickett and Bryce Young. That is true. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. Bryce Young should have this award locked up, but I just hate to see like when other people like are a finalist over others. Just like how it worked in um, baseball with Cora not being a finalist. Like that's just like it's like why like. Will Anderson. Okay, I didn't. I didn't want to botch it. Will Anderson. I. I was watching a lot of stuff on him. He's actually been insane. He's definitely had a better season than Hutchinson. Hutchinson is still very good, but it's also just the 
I, I don't know. It, it, again, doesn't matter. Bryce Young has that award clamped up. Um, in NFL news, um, star cornerback Marlon Humphrey of the Baltimore Ravens is out for the season, alongside starting tight end Logan Thomas of the Washington football team, and also starting safety uh, Jamal Adams. Are All three of those guys are out for the season. Really big losses for these teams, especially for the Ravens. I mean, that secondary is it's not very looking depleted. the strongest right now without Marlon Humphrey. They lost Marcus Peters, too, at the beginning of the year, too. So, they're down to – I mean, those two were stars for them, and their pass game is just – or their pass defense is very bad right now. The run defense is still good, but, you know, you don't want to get beat in the air. That's just something that's – and, again, the AFC is a very tight race, so that could hurt them. Logan Thomas, obviously, for Washington, who's trying to make a playoff race right now, one of their top targets being out, that's that's going to suck. And then Jamal Adams, I want to actually get into this one um, against – a tough loss for Seattle, who uh, is trying to get into the playoff race. But now that we look at it, now that Jamal Adams is out for the season, it's fair to say that the Jets completely, completely won the trade. Um, so it happened. It happened. Was it 2020? And it was. Yeah, I think so. It was two first-round picks, a third, and then just random like safety dude, um, which was a trade. So it was a really surprising like time for it to happen because the Jets were like, I, I don't know a team. And then to just straight away their star like that, it was very weird. But then also for Seattle, getting rid of so much like young potential, like I don't know. It was very confusing for both of them. But now it's pretty awesome for Jets because obviously Jamal Adams, his injuries and everything. So J-E-T-S, just, just, just. We I mean, now that now, what? They have two picks that are probably going to be in the top 10. That's crazy. That is Good job, Jets. Finally did something right. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's it for that. It's wow. Uh, and Seattle, I mean, they're going to go into rebuild mode after the season. I mean, maybe they'll make a playoff push, but I, I really doubt it, to be honest, the way the season's going. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for them to rebuild, too. All the they got. And before we get into the main stuff, which is going to be NBA, NFL, and NHL, obviously no baseball because uh, we kind of can't do that. Um, but two of the top prospects for college basketball, Paulo Banchero, Dirk, of Dirk, kill me, bro, Duke, <laughs> and uh, Chet Holmgren for Gonzaga. So those those have been the top prospects that have been talked about for years coming in from high school and. Uh, do you guys have a favorite out of these two, or, or do you love them equally the same? I feel like right now it's just like equally the same at this point. I mean, I feel like I don't want to say it's too soon because, like you said, people have been following these kids' careers for since high school. But right now, I feel like it's just too soon to tell. You got to get a little bit further into the NCAA basketball season. Mm. Um, and just what, and just see how they perform. What do you think? Does it or does it concern you? You know, Bentero's um, like his sweating issue. Does that concern you at all? I feel like if you're go- looking at drafting him, I feel like you have to take a deep dive into this and see long term how will this work out for us in the end. Because if you get this kid, you use one of your top draft picks on, and two years from now he ends up being not able to play due to health concerns, then that's a waste on a potential 
star that you could have gotten with a different pick. True, Long-term yeah. Star. It's something that you have to look at, but to be honest, I'm not worried about it. Uh, he loses like seven pounds of sweat during each game, yeah. but he also has liquid that uh, replenishes that. And also, I'm pretty sure that's not like too far-fetched. Like, I'm pretty sure most normal people lose like three to like five pounds, something like that. So it's really not that normal or that that like uh, weird. So not worried about that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see these two guys. And also another name to uh, watch for, Jabari Smith playing for Auburn. He's He's got some potential too. Anyways, let's get into the big stuff. NBA uh, headline, the Grizzlies are becoming a real threat. Watch out for them. Uh, the Grizzlies actually destroyed the Thunder, marking the largest margin of victory in NBA history, 152 to 79. That is just pure embarrassing. Pure embarrassing. Um, like, like, I mean, the, the Grizzlies were also missing John Morant, their star player. So, I mean, obviously the Thunder were missing uh, Shea and... Um, Giddy, who are their star players, but uh, still, there's no excuse for that. It's just, oof. And also, this is this is a huge thing going on right now. People, or slash the media, is claiming that Zion weighs 330 pounds. There was this picture, and people are like saying he's weighing 330. And then another picture came out later after that, and he looks in great shape. So I think the media is just trying to screw him over because, you know, all the Zion is fat and stuff like that. Leave the dude alone. He's fine. He's recovering. I think he's going to be fine how he is. Um, I mean, are you guys concerned about his weight at all? Because I know that's been a concern for a little bit. What is it that our... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. Yes, (laughs) a little bit because we see all... Like, in the NBA, the key thing is being healthy and his weight being that high puts his health at risk. Yeah. But we also see Luca. I mean, Luca's gained a lot of weight too. I, I, I'm, I don't know the exact stuff. I saw the numbers earlier today. But he like came into the league, whatever. He was some skinny little European kid, and now he's put on a lot of weight too. But I mean, he's obviously still a superstar. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's fine. I think the weight is also being exaggerated, but I think he's gonna be fine. I can't wait to see him back on the floor because he's so fun to watch. Um, the Rockets. Are in a six Hold on. Yes. Of course, he found some way to tie Luca into that. I always have to. Those <laughs> are the you. boys. Luca and Zion. Reffing, that, oh, Luca and Reffing. That's all you have to. That's all. Luca, Zion, and Reffing. You can always count on that. For Sam, you're always going to hear some Simmons or Kyrie or the Patriots and Mac Jones. That's just how <laughs> it's going to be. And Tom's going to have his thing. Or Tom. No, Tom like... definitely has something. <laughs> wow. What's What's I'm something that Tom always mentions? Unpredictable. I like that. Maybe that's maybe that's better. <laughs> hey, what was it that um, the 45th president of the United States loved to say? It's all fake news. It's all fake news. Okay. Oh, Sam, give me your Trump impression. It's pretty no, solid. My Trump impression. Let the people hear. Horrendous. Let the people. No, you have to see it. No, it is pretty good. See it. Pretty good. Come on. Let me hear. No, I don't want to. I'm not this moving is a political forward. podcast. Oh my god. All right. Well, when there's meet anyway. and greets, you have to do it for the fans. Fine. I will do it. I will do it. I will sign autographs in the Trump impression. <laughs> Anyways, but- Rockets are on a six game win streak without Jalen Green. Actually, make that seven as of tonight that they just won against the Nets. So, uh, is that an issue? Like, is Jalen Green the problem or are the Rockets just doing a lot better? Because they started, what, one in 16? And now they're actually like looking like a solid team. I feel like it's just a quick little win streak. I mean, it's a little streak of hope for Rockets fans, but I feel like that's the end of it. Well, do you think Jalen Green was the problem? 
No. No. I don't no. need Not at all. He had one of the worst uh, plus-minus differentials in the league. Really? What's he at? <sighs> I forget what it was, but it was like minus 25 or something He's like that. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. I'm just, I'm just posing the question. I'm just asking. No. I think he's fine. I love Jalen Green. I don't think he's going to win Rookie of the Year, but I still think he's probably one of the best rookies in this class, and he will be. Again, efficiency is just being on the right team. It's just learning a lot of stuff. So it'll be. I mean, I don't know. I told you. I mean, they might sneak into the playoffs. Don't, don't count them out yet. Um, another yeah, they'll slither team. their way in. Slither. Slither like a snake. No one likes snakes. Don't like snakes. Uh, no one likes snakes. Um, speaking of snakes, your boy Simmons. Dame actually has been rumored that he wants to play with him. What is wrong with Dame time? He needs yeah. to get out of Portland, okay? Get away. Run from the trail blazers. Blaze your own trail. Get away from them. And don't run to stupid old Ben Simmons. Come to Boston, baby. With open yeah. arms. Come to Boston. I don't we know if he's going to go to Boston as much as we love to. Continuing on Dame wanting to play with Simmons, it also people are saying that Dame wanted out. And he, again, for the 50 millionth time, says, no, that th- those are not true. Do not listen to them. My plan is to stay too. here and figure it out. So it's so annoying. Like, people keep trying to, like, put these rumors around. They're not true. Uh, I really just, I don't know. But they do need to figure something out. I'd love for them to keep Dame there, but they just need to rebuild and do whatever. They need to rebuild. You cannot repolish that team. They have continuously tried to repolish that team it has obviously not worked so you, okay. you just gotta you gotta blow the team up and just get what you can these I guys. Feel like for what we're indirectly saying here is that Damian Lillard can't be built around and that he has to be like a second piece like he has to be part of a big three or something no I'm not saying that I'm saying it's the front office but of but is that does that not seem to be the case like he already has McCollum beside him it almost does. Brought in a third piece, but... It I may mean, appear to be that case. He's had some Dame solid... is a very dominant player. He's very obviously the number one on the team. Yeah, I mean, he's had some solid teams. I mean, it's not like they've put crap around him. But, like, it's the same thing with Harden. Harden had plenty of teams around him, and he just didn't win. Sometimes you just don't win. Sometimes just there's just other teams that are just better or better that year. And I think Dame's just always been kind of just stuck with being one of the worst, worser teams. Yeah, but Harden, like, well, Harden did kind of what I'm suggesting Dame should and join a big three. Maybe. Maybe he should. At but, the end front, but, you know, he wants this thing bad that he has about Portland. Um, and to continue on that, I think that the Wolves, the Sixers, the Blazers, and the Nuggets should be buyers. I think they should be buyers. And I think the Pacers, Kings, and Blazers, oh, I did not mean to put the Blazers for the buyers. Pacers, Kings, Blazers should be sellers. Um, what do you guys agree with on that? Pacers sell. Yeah, so the Pacers actually Absolutely. were. As much as it pains me to say it, for like how actually solid of a team they have through and through, it's just, I know it just is not working whatsoever. I don't know why either, but yeah, they said they want to rebuild. They want to trade away Sabonis, Turner, um. Levert, those are the guys that they want to get rid of. But, like, those are soft. I guess it's just not working, which is unfortunate. But other teams would love to have those guys, which like oh, the Oh, absolutely. I think the Wolves, like, if they go and get some bonus, oh, man, or even Turner, like, that would be pretty scary because the Wolves need defense. They've always needed defense. 
And, like, Levert would obviously help any team. So, and again, the Sixers, they're a good team, but, like, they're not going to win a playoff game right now with the squad they have. They need to go get one other guy. Same with the I Nuggets. I think they'd win a few playoff quarter. games. I don't think they'd win a full series, though. I think, I mean, with Embiid, you can, you can win a good team. Embiid, exactly. They're just, I just don't think they're good enough yet because I think the East is very strong now. But Embiid's great. He can win you games, but you got to have that one more guy. And I mean, Tobias Harris is good, but, like, He's, He's not, not that other team. guy. He's not that other guy. No. But yeah, um, one team in each conference that's being slept on. I want to hear it from you guys. Jeez. Um, hit me right. with such a question. Let me pull it up right now. Yeah, me... yeah. I'm, that's that's a question I'm gonna ask. Who is being in slept each on? conference? You're saying? Yeah, each conference. You no, know I'll tell you who's being slept on. Yeah. The wiz- the Wizards are being low key slept on. I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that too. They have a solid squad. Montrez is playing like a beast, like we said before. Mm-hmm. Bill's playing great. Caldwell play- Caldwell Pope is playing solid. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, baby. Told you it was, it was a legit yeah, squad. On the team, too, I guess. But they do have a pretty decent squad there, and they play well together, which is... Mm-hmm. For the East, I'm going to have to go with the Hornets. They're sitting at 14-13 right now. Lamelo's playing pretty well. Um, oh my god, I just completely zoned out. Um, <laughs> Kelly Oubre, thank you, is um, is playing. I'd say pretty well right now. So I think this team has a solid chance. Reds, man, that is the man right now. Oh yeah, Miles Bridges, thank you. Um, yeah, I feel like this team it has a pretty good squad right now. I don't think they're necessarily top dogs yet, but in time, this is you can see the Charlotte Hornets be the top dog, top. Team, well, yeah, I mean, you look at the East and even down to the Pacers, the Pacers had a 13 seed at 11 wins. And if you look at like the Heat, they're the four seed with 15 wins. That's only like five games behind from the, the four in the 13 seed. Like that's ridiculous. And you I mean, look even, four, the- even the Hornets that are a 10 seed at 14 wins, the Heat are at 15 wins in the four seed. The Hornets win two games and boom, they're up to the four seed. So this East is it's going to go back and forth. And, you know, there's a lot of teams that can easily make playoffs and knock other teams out that should make playoffs. But, I mean, my sleeper is the Cavs. I think the Cavs are a great team. They've had a tough schedule, and they've actually got it done. So they have an easier schedule coming up. And, I mean, I, I love their core. Even with Sexton out, like, I think they're a better team without him. So that's that's a team to watch. I mean, they've done a great rebuild, to be honest. I think they need a – they've done a good rebuild. Uh, what, what about the, the West? The LA Clippers. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no one no one's been talking about them since they're sitting off. in what the, the four or five seed in the West right now. Yeah, they're the five Without Kawhi Leonard. Without like a stud point guard too. They really don't they pretty much don't have anyone that's a huge name besides Paul George. Reggie Jackson, um, Eric Bledsoe, Terrence Mann. Just guys like that. They're, they're not really like stars. They're just role players. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I told you Paul George has it in him to carry a team. And that's what he's doing right now. And hopefully they can get Kawhi back for the playoffs. Because, I mean, I, I really want to see the Clippers make a deep run. Because they have what it takes. But my I'm going with team... the Golden State Warriors. Ooh. Wow. I would I would say they're underrated. People are underrating them, I think. In um, my Sam, I actually think that's a bad take. Okay, they're very obviously a top, the best team in the league, I'd say. 
Sam, they're all okay. over ESPN and all over Bleacher. Okay, that's true. They're that's everywhere. True. Everything's Curry, the Warriors. I'm saying, if you look from the beginning of the season, compared the beginning, to now. Yeah, but not now. Okay, fine. Then I'm going to have to agree with um, Tom's original take of the season and go with the Denver Nuggets. They have what it takes to get it done. I Even without Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray out right now? I still think that Jokic can carry that team. Maybe. Plus, if you look at the way the West is right now, like you said, it is anyone's race. Yeah, even in the Except West. for the Warriors and stuff. Yeah, the Sun, I mean, the Suns could even be slept on, too, because they're having the same season as the Warriors. And again, they just went on that massive streak. And still, they're, they're not even being talked about as enough as they should. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies have done a great rebuild as well. And they have stars. I think John Morant is fine. Almost a superstar, if I'm being honest. But they just have pieces all around. There's just a bunch of role players that just all work well together. And, you know, you, you don't always have to have stars. As long as you have one, you usually can be good. But, yeah, the Grizzlies, I mean, they always just sneak their way into the playoffs. And it's like, how are these guys a playoff team? It's because they show after year after year that they're actually a good squad. So I think the Grizzlies, I mean, they could they could win a playoff series this year. I wouldn't count it out. Um, And before, before we move on uh, from the NBA, I have one random fact for you guys. Draymond Green's career-high threes. Is eight threes made in a game. Kevin Durant's is seven. Just just something to throw out there. Is that Draymond not Green's better than Kevin Durant? Is that what yes, you're that's basically what I'm trying to say. That's what based well, what, off of strictly three point percentage. They shoot in each game. Yes, that's a fair question. Draymond barely ever shoots threes. Maybe maybe he's the third. If they shoot like eight for eight, was it like a miracle? I'm not sure. I know it was in the <laughs> final. <laughs> I think I mean it might have been a miracle, but I, I don't know. Um, you can't. You cannot say Draymond Green is a fantastic ball player, but you cannot say Kevin Durant is. Or you cannot say Draymond Green is better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant okay. is just such a dominant ball player. I mean, and you can't base it off of one stat line. <laughs> Sam, I, I, I'm being, I'm like completely. He's obviously trolling. I'm completely okay, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm going to call you out. You're Mulder. I have to call you out. <laughs> it is literally my job. It, it's just a random fun fact that you can go tell people at parties or whatever, and they'll be like, nah, you're joking. No, I, that is the last thing I'm bringing up at a party. Trust me, the ladies will love it. No, I don't need that. Oh. What's that trying to say? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Wink. Anyways, let's move we on. We just made everyone so uncomfortable. Headline: Lions to the Super. What kind of headline is that, Boulder? That is garbage. Damn, the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and did it, you it see is the still possible. It's still. Did possible. you see what it would take, though? I did see what it would take, and that it doesn't insane. matter. Insane. No way. No, it's. You have a higher most, chance to. Most of the things that can happen, the the hardest thing is like the Texans beating the Seahawks, but. You know, it's very possible. That's it's not very pretty difficult. That's not that difficult. So there's right a lot of there. things that could happen. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad they got their first win. That was that was an awesome moment for everybody on that squad. I mean, regardless of, like, the circumstances, like, getting that first win after losing so many games, like, all the work you put in throughout the year, and it's like, dude, we just want at least one win at this point. And to get that win... Oh man, like they it felt like they won the Super Bowl, to be honest. They probably they probably had the same uh celebration that they would. So I'm I, uh, from them. 
Without I the... thought it was really powerful that um, they won the same week um, that school shooting happened in uh, in Michigan. Oh, the the um, uh, what is it called? Oxford. Oxford. Yeah, yeah, the Oxford school shooting. Uh, I thought that was really powerful that that happened in the same week, and uh, Dan Campbell dedicated the game ball to that school, which yep. I thought was yep. uh, pretty yep. powerful. Yep. But respect to, to get off too. to get off a sappy topic. Hot, Lonnie has his hot take of the week. Oh boy! Washington, so currently, um, Washington football team sits at number six in the NFC, and I think that they can hold this position oh boy. off from the 49ers, Eagles, Vikings, Panthers, and the rest of those teams. Just don't matter. Um, I feel like they can hold this spot um, for the remainder of the season. I mean, that's that's an interesting take. I don't mind it, but like. I don't know. I'm confused. Like, I don't, I didn't think, I knew Washington had what it take, but like, I don't know. Like, it feels like they shouldn't be winning games, but I guess they are. I feel like Taylor Washington. Haneke, plays... It's Taylor Haneke. He's a, he's a god. Maybe. I mean, I feel like they always just win games that like, it's just like, no way they just won this game. But like, I don't know. I guess it's not a bad take. And on that topic, the coin is over the miraculous coin, which upset me so much. I wanted to see it go all the way through. Um, if you haven't heard the coin, there was this dude on Reddit that flipped a coin for every single Raiders result, and he got it right up until this last game, which it sucks that it had to end that way, but I don't know. Maybe that's what happens. Um, Big Ben, he's saying it's going to be his final season. <laughs> that is great news for everybody around the Hashtag league. Hashtag free Pittsburgh. Free Pittsburgh. So uh, if that's the case, who's the are they going to draft one? Are they going to stick with Mason Rudolph? Are they going to trade for one? What are they going to do? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett? You think that's... Kenny Pickett. I would love to see that. Yeah, I think I think Lonnie S is right. They, they, they got to draft someone. Um, Yeah, I don't... I personally think that they should trade for someone because I think they have what it takes already to win games. We've seen them win games this year, even when I counted them out. And most of it's due to, like, just a Mac QB. Like, you're not going to win games with a Mac QB. Just like Baker Mayfield. As good as your team can be, you can't win games with a Mac QB. So, I think you got to trade for a guy like someone like Russ's, like, skill level. Maybe even bringing Rodgers. I think Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers would go to the Steelers. But here's the thing with the Steelers. Their fan base demands excellence. To yeah. quote. Um, so do we. Quote, Wait, so do we as the yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm that, saying like, but that's what we expect, and it actually is is good. The pressure's good, also. Like the Steelers fans, they wake up in the morning and they tweet out to their at Ben Roethlisberger, "You better be pissing excellence this morning." <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what this franchise demands, and I feel like Mike Tomlin's gonna go with that same approach when he finds a quarterback. So I would not be shocked if they drafted a guy this year of Kenny Pickett's caliber, or even I don't know if Desmond Ritter's or Ryder is going to um, declare for the draft. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but if he does, go after either Kenny Pickett or him. Or, and, what about um, Bryce Young? Or, no, I don't think they'll have a... I don't think they'll be able to get a high enough draft pick. It's possible. I, I don't... Um, if, you're, if you're saying that, I think that they would want to trade for a guy that already has... Well, here's, here's the thing, though. No, here's the other option. They trade. This is my, you know, my fantasy land. They trade for Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky plays for them for a year, and I don't they mind. have um, they have Mitch um, 
not sort of like groom whoever they draft, but groom whoever they draft. I don't mind it. I love Mitch Trubisky. He's actually not a bad quarterback. Again, remember he played for the Bears. What are you supposed to do in the Bears? And Mitch hey, Trubisky, he led Matt Nagy's offense it, to multiple it, playoff runs. He deserves a ring. Exactly. Just for that. Exactly. Which is why I'd love to see him play for another team. Remember, my bold take actually at the beginning of this year is that somehow Mitch Trubisky would be playing for the Bills. And, you know, if, it's still possible. But if Josh Allen gets injured, it has to be Mr. Trubisky time. He brings Oh, they have the best. Q- they arguably have the best QB room in the Dude, in the league. Happens, they do. They do. That happens. The Bills win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be that would be the craziest story we'll ever see as like sports fans. But they do have the best Super. I mean, Josh Allen. We've already heard that QB. story before, though, Mulder. Yeah, but yeah, Mr. Trubisky is a lot more exciting. You're right. Yeah, that's. I don't know, Mr. Trubisky. That that would just top the cake for NFL. Yeah, just because it's Mr. Trubisky. But yeah, no, I actually like that. That's pretty. That's a pretty good uh, scenario. Um, speaking of the Steelers, can TJ Watt be the best defender ever? Is it possible he can get into those talks? Because no. he looks like he's on pace. You don't. He think may so? be on pace for, but couldn't you say that JJ Watt had the same? We had the same argument about JJ Watt. Um, correct. JJ Watt and TJ Watt. Both, oh man, again, I, I always I see forget what the, I saw, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they're both at like the same amount of sacks and like, yeah, the, like 16 and a half sacks at this point in their, or, no, it was it's 16 like their and a half sacks career. in back to back careers or back to back seasons. It's like their total, like whatever, they're on the same pace. But obviously, JJ Watt, I mean, he could have been one of the best defenders ever if he was healthy. And unfortunately, he wasn't. But he, he's one of the best talents we've ever seen at defense. And same with PJ Watt, and I think it's he's gonna be able to if he's healthy, it'll happen. That's fair. There is a lot of great defensive players. There is. That is also true. There's a lot of uh, young talent, though. I think he has only time will tell. I think he has potential to do it. Um, Dolphins now they've won five straight. And they're sitting at uh, six and seven, which is actually one game behind the seven and five Bills, which blows my mind because I would not say the Dolphins are a one game less better than the Bills, but I guess they are. So hey, two a time, baby. Two a time. Two is actually not bad. Two is gets a lot of hate. Two is this franchise's quarterback. He should be. He John should Watson. be. The Dolphins are just very annoying crybaby. Oh, actually, no, that's that's wrong. The rest of the league is. Dolphins fans actually do uh, protect Tua very very well. Um. Oh, there goes my phone. Anyways. Um, so the, the AFC playoff race, that, that just shows how tight it is. Who's getting in? I have no clue. I really don't know. Pats are 9-4. Ravens are 8-4. Pats are guaranteed eight, AFC top eight, three. Eight, four. Bills 7-5. Bengals 7-5. Chargers 7-5. Steelers 6-5-1. Colts 7-6. Browns 6-6. Broncos 6-6. Raiders 6-6. Dolphins 6-7. Listen to all those. Those those are all like two games within each other. Like, who the heck is going to make it? You Pats guys are going to hold the AFC. They will. They will run the AFC as they always have and always will. That's possible. Very possible. Who else is getting in though? Out of all those other teams, Raven. I honestly think it's the way it's set up now. Ravens, Chiefs, Titans, Bills. Um. Well, after that. We oh, need more teams after that, literally. too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Bengals, Chargers. Wait, how many teams do I have now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't see the Steelers making playoffs. I'm going to be honest. I don't either. I think the Colts will make playoffs, definitely. I don't think the Bengals will make playoffs. But I think most of all the division leaders right now will make it. But I, I don't know. I still think the Browns should be able to make playoffs. Like, they have a great I got to pause. No, I don't think they're going to do it. Technical difficulty. Um, yeah, we, we may have lost Sam to technical difficulties. So, the show must go on, though. Um, Indeed. Yeah, so, like I was saying, AFC playoff race is close. And, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how it folds out. Unfortunately, I mean, we'll probably be coming, joining back to the show right when everything's folding out. So, it'll be good. Um... The Ravens went for two. That was a very questionable call. Yeah. And this the score was uh, it was nineteen to twenty. The Ravens had nineteen, and they either could have kicked a field goal or the extra point to tie the game, or they wanted to go to two and win it. And they decided to go for two. They missed out, and the Steelers won the game. What do you think about that? Because I obviously had my own thoughts going through my head. All right. So in my opinion, they didn't really miss out. Like they executed the play perfectly. They, yep. They, they were wide. It was wide open, and mm. Andrews couldn't bring it in. And he was he was wide open, and it was a good throw, and he just couldn't bring it in. And they lost the game because of that. But I think, I think it was a good play call, and I think it was well executed. So you're saying that it's not really the coach's fault, but it's more so the players just not being able to execute. Yes. Yeah, and I'd agree with that. And. Yeah, Harbaugh, Harbaugh actually said after the press conference, he says, our corners are obviously down like we talked about earlier. They don't really have the, the defense, and they kind of just wanted to end the game. If they went into overtime, they feel that they probably would have got stomped on anyways at that point. So he's like, all right, I know a play that can win us the game. And he drew it up perfectly, and Lamar just couldn't execute it. And Mark Andrews, a little bit his fault too. But, yeah, no, I think it was a great coaching call, and obviously – Harbaugh has been one of the riskiest coaches, and it pays off a lot of times for him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was the right call. Uh, so I hope people don't like people just say it's bad, obviously, because it didn't work. But if it worked, they would have called him genius. So, um, and I, I, I'd love to have Sam here for this because I know he would go off. But what teams need to change their coaches? Um, you're not gonna like this one, and. I, I hate to come to this realization, but it is the Lions. Ooh. I firmly believe that Dan Campbell has to go. Already? This, think, this, yes. think he's the problem? I, yes, I do. Because I thought this Lions team would be a lot better than they are. And, I mean, you could blame on underperformance, you could blame on this, that, injuries, whatever. But... I don't know. I just I don't believe in Dan Campbell right now. I really don't, and he well, hasn't really given me much of a reason to. Here's my thing. I, I love Dan Campbell again. He's a new coach. And perspective is you always should let new coaches just kind of see the year through, and if they're really bad, obviously they should go. But yeah, Campbell. I, I mean, this, this Lions team was dog. Jared Goff is their QB. They had no name wide receivers. No, no. I didn't know a single defensive player. If I'm being honest, I didn't know a single one. And, I mean, the only guy that was good is Swift. And you're not going to just win because you have one back. 
So I think it was a pretty trash team, and the fact that they were able to compete in most every game just—I think that was a lot of due to coaching and just how he and just mindset and all of their head. So I think he's a great guy. Um, it kind of sucked because let's say they won a few more games this year, they—he would be talked about as a really good coach. So we'll just have to see how it falls out next games next year too. And it seems like it's like all right, they probably should have won these games. Then I'll start blaming on him, but for now I still think he's the right guy for this system. And again, Detroit's a very tough thing or tough city, so I think he's a good fit. What really, I the guy I need to go is damn Urban Meyer. I'm sick of him. Oh, he belongs boy. not even in college. I knew this was coming. Coaching damn high school—that's where he belongs. Coach some little peewee teams because you're not meant for the NFL. He, like. James Robinson, he, he fumbled. Dude never fumbles. Great. He fumbled one time against the Rams defense. What do you expect? And then he benched him the whole rest of the game? Are you an idiot? Like, do you expect to win the game? James Robinson's your, your star player. Nobody else is better than him on that team. And you're benching him and expecting him to win the game? And he did this at the beginning of the season. Then they played James Robinson. They actually won games and were close in games. Like, it's not even just that. Like, Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. He's, like, not even playing that good. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that, like, he could be coaching him on. Like, imagine Trevor Lawrence came to the Pats. Oh, my God, dude. Trevor Lawrence would be all over ESPN, all over everything, because he would be just performing so well. But the Jags, like, oh, what a terrible place for him to go to, especially with Urban Meyer. He needs to be out. Obviously, Matt Nagy needs to be out. And I'm going to go with your Giants. I think uh, Joe Judge needs to be out, too. Yeah, you, you might be right there, Mulder. Like I said, I believe in the team, not so much, you know, the I believe in the puppet, not so much the puppet master. Yeah, because it, it was a, it was a well-put-together team. Yes, it was. But sometimes, like, if you, like, you, you just, sometimes you just can't manage your squad. Like, you can have all the pieces there, but if you don't know how to manage it, it's not going to turn out well. And, like, that's the same thing with the Browns. Like, the Browns had, like, Odell, Jarvis, and the coaches just never knew how to like manage it, and it just never turned out. That's happened with a lot of sports teams in history. It's like you had the stars, but if you just don't have the right guy behind the puppet, and it's not going to work out. Um, and it is that is true, but there it was not discount the fact that these guys we're talking about also haven't had the greatest seasons. They have been making some mistakes. You know, they haven't been... Yeah. It's not like they've been That's playing pristinely and they're losing games. That's true. But I feel like part of that comes from just, like, management, too. Like, they got to iron that out. That can't be happening. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, like uh, if you if you just look at Bill Belichick's coaching, like, it's just so obvious to, like... The, it's so different from the rest of the league. Like, you don't see guys making mistakes, like, stupid, like, offsides mistakes. And if you do you see that guy come out of the game for most of the game. Like, you just don't see, like, some dude, like, like on the Cowboys, like, drawing, like, four, like, pass interference calls. You don't see that ever happen on the Patriots. Bill Belichick disciplines, and that's what you have to do. But he does it in a way, like, where they respect him, but they also, like, they're like, all right, I'm going to listen to this guy. Yeah. So I just think, like, if you don't have that in any other, like, if, like, Danny, Danny Dimes, like, dude is fumbling all over the place. And it just hasn't been fixed. He's a great quarterback, but if you don't install, like, like, all right, dude, you got to not fumble. Like, it's just never going to change. Yeah, exactly. It's just a mindset. Exactly. A higher standard. 
and yeah, I mean, it, it comes to coaching. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for it coming down to coaching, like parenting and stuff. I think like there's a lot of things that kids do wrong, but I think it, the parents, the parents were alive in this world for like 30, 40 years. They're the ones that should be teaching their kids. And again, you make your own choices, but there's a lot of stuff that if you don't know who the parent, it's their job to teach you this. They chose to brought you in the world. You didn't choose to come in this world. So that, that I think there's a lot of stuff that it relies on the teachers, the parents, the coaches that they need to be teaching you these lessons. Otherwise, you won't be able to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat's Buck Super Bowl, man, becoming very more and more likely. He's, because that that is some must watch TV. Just just to oppose you because Sam's not here to do it. <laughs> um, something Bolognese would say would probably be like Cardinals pets. Maybe, maybe. Do you, you think we'd say the boys? He's, no, he wasn't Sam, happy Sam, with the boys. Sam would say Bucks pass just because it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's his MVP pick, uh, and obviously Mac Jones. I don't know. I just want I want that to happen. I could care less about that dumb Panthers prediction at this point. As much as that'd be cool to watch, the Panthers are just too sloppy. I want to see Bucks Pats. Give me that all day. I think the Packers are gonna steal it. I think the Pats have a good chance, but I like the Ravens and the Bills too. I think I think I do the think there's a lot of good teams. A lot of good teams. I think the AFC, despite, you know, like the NFC actually being tighter, I think the AFC there's a lot more contention for going to the Super Bowl. You know, and like I was saying, like there's just contenders like all around. Like nobody's like that clear favorite. It's just like one through like ten in each division is like, all right, these guys are actually good. They could win. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how it plays out. And my final NFL thing is I think Gardner Minshew is better than Maker Baker Mayfield. What do you think? I, I disagree with you there. You do? <laughs> yeah. Baker has been injured all season. All that right? is true. That is all true. season, and he's still been decent. I mean, they're five hundred, you know. Yeah, and he's yeah. been injured with a team that's not even that phenomenal. You know, they are yeah. they are a good team, but they're not like you know. It's I not like, like they they're just they're just underperforming. Are. They're underperforming. They are underperforming with an injured team. Yeah. With an QB. I mean, yeah, you had Chubb out for a little bit. You had Hunt out for a lot of games, so. Odell obviously gone, Landry out. They, yeah, they had a lot of injuries. So I don't know. I just really love Minshew. Maybe maybe he's not better than Baker. I mean, I'd I'd like to say that, but I think he he should be a starting quarterback in the NFL at least. He's shown talent every time he's played. Like he's good. Over over what QB? Just give me one. Zach Wilson. Okay, yeah, that was easy. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> that was just the first one I thought of. But I mean, even even. You know what? Screw myself. Even Cam Newton. Gardner yeah. Minshew. <laughs> That's he what couldn't. I wanted to hear you say. I mean, Cam Newton has just been disappointing me. Like, he's a great quarterback, but, like, enough's enough. Like, Dude, I told you. You got to win some games, bro. You're like, is Cam Newton back? I told you, no. He's done. He's washed. He was <laughs> back. And then he, just, and then he left. Like, oh, he's back. He's he was back. back. And now look at him. He just left. He, he did. Cam True Cam Newton has entered the chat. All right. I'm giving him one more week. If he fails this week, I'm burning his jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyways, time to move on to the finale, the NHL. And, yeah, I mean, if you guys are still here, like, you guys are the true fans. We, we really appreciate you. And a lot more cool stuff is going to be coming once we move to YouTube. Going to be able to get a lot more creative with it. 
And, you know, we're still going to stick to the podcast for a while because, you know, that's just where people are listening right now. And they're used to it. But YouTube's really is where we're going to be able to get creative and have a lot more fun with it. So, but yeah, we have, we appreciate you, true fans. That's that's all we got to say. Um, the headline I got is Ranger Danger. And the Rangers, I mean, before tonight, they were on a seven-game win streak. And their goalie, uh, Shesterkin, easily is the top of the Vezina Trophy uh, race right now. And, you know, he that's you got to have a good goalie if you're going to win games in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And they definitely have that. But I'm pretty sure the Rangers lost tonight. Uh, yeah, the Avs won 7-3. They smoked them. But yeah. Chesterkin wasn't playing. They had this rookie goalie or whatever. It was like his first NHL start. So the Avs are also a really good team too. But yeah, I mean, the Rangers are... They're soaring. They're they're always like this middle of the pack team, but I think actually could be a legit team. Um, I'm pretty sure even even if you're not an NHL fan, if you're a sports fan, you had to have seen this play and go look it up right now. Oh boy, Zgrass with the play of the year, uh-huh. dude. That was just absolutely mind blowing. Like I've that ne- is, oof. Oof. I've never seen anything like that before. For those of you who don't know, he, he scooped the puck off the ice from behind the net and lopped it over the net, and his teammate swatted it in from, like, point in mid-air. blank. In midair. Midair. And us describing it does no justice. You yeah, absolutely. Watch the play. Trevor Zegras, if you look up his name, it's going to be everywhere oh, that play. Yeah. One of the best plays I've seen in a while, and I've seen Connor McDavid play. So, Dude, Brandon Boston just this is off topic, but Brandon Boston just hit a crazy buzzer beater against the Celtics. Really? Like crazy. Like Oh yeah, Brandon Boston has 18 points right now. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I don't. Back to the NHL. Back to the NHL. Um speaking of Zgrass, Trevor Zgrass, he he is now probably the favorite over uh Lucas Raymond and Marcus uh Cedar. And obviously that 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 Detroit duo of the rookies they've been taken over and Raymond's been the favorite but you know Zgrass he's been heating up and he honestly looks like the rookie, the caller right now so I'm very excited to see how that plays there's there's a lot of good rookies going around and it's always good when there's young young talent that is talented uh, young that are talented that's what I was trying to say but yeah it, it's some good stuff. Um, the Lightning and the Penguins are both back on track. Uh, the mm-hmm. Lightning, they, they started slow, and for whatever reason, we were worrying about them, but obviously they're still good. Same with the Penguins. They were just they started off injured, and now they have Crosby back. And even if Malkin comes back, they're going to be a good team too. So don't count out the Penguins. They've been... The Penguins are probably equivalent to like the Steelers in the NFL. Like They're just always going to be good. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, that's that's what I would compare them to. Like They're the just Penguins a dominant franchise. right now. Right now, yeah. Right. Um, and I th- I think this this could be the Leafs' year. As much as the Leafs have choked in the playoffs, they've been great teams. They've lost round one. Obviously, the Bruins have beat them plenty of times. But I don't know. The Leafs actually look really good this year. And especially with Jack Campbell, I love Jack Campbell, and he's been a great goalie this season. I don't know. I, I think the Leafs actually could make a deep playoff run. 
And we say this all the time, and they always lose round one. Yeah. But this might be the year. This might be the year they actually make it far. No, you you have to know that it's never the Leafs year. And that's... It's never the Leafs year. <laughs> history repeats itself, and that's just how it goes. It's... Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't, I'm don't. i not a Toronto fan, but I don't know. I, if, if it's not this year, then I don't know what they're doing wrong. They just need to, like relocate change their <laughs> name or whatever even after it went to seattle yeah whatever <laughs> um but another team that actually is great that people are sleeping on i don't i don't hear ever talked about is the minnesota wild they are a phenomenal team they have everything it takes to win to make a run and you know they have their star Kirill kaprizov he is nasty he was the best rookie last year and he's showing that he's a star in the league. Now, I'd consider him one of the stars of the league. And they have one of the best offenses in the league, too, easily. And their defense is really good, too. And even their, their goalie tandem is really good. And that's what you need. Those are the pieces you need, obviously. But their only problem right now is their penalty minutes. They're, I think they're second in the league in penalty minutes, which not really good. You don't want to give teams power plays. You don't want to give teams other advantages. And their defense is probably their weaker point, so that's probably that would hurt them a lot. So, besides that, though, they're a really good team. They've been really underrated, and I, I hope people start talking about the Minnesota Wild because Minnesota they don't really have too many nice things. So when they have nice things, you kind of have to talk about it. Um, the Flyers, the Philadelphia Flyers, they're they're in a rough place right now, and I'm pretty sure they've lost nine straight. Oh, they've lost 10 straight. They lost tonight. Lost tonight. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they, they need to do something. I'm pretty sure this is – it's either tied or it's their record of, like, their their longest losing streak in, like, career history, something like that. You can check that if you really want to. But I think they need to repolish. They're, they're a team that is supposed to be, a, like, a good team. They're supposed to be middle of the pack. And they they bought in for some players that were going to help them excel, but they really nobody's really performing or anything. So I, I still think they're like they're probably like the Blazers of a team, but like they're just not perform, performing at all. I think they need to repolish, not a rebuild, because they're not in like that. So they just need to bring in a couple guys. Again, I, I'm still like learning hockey and like trying to know the guys, but I know JT Miller from the Canucks. He's somebody that can be moved on from. The Canucks are probably trying to move on from some players, too. So I think that would be a great trade. That's just one of the trades they need to do. But a lot of other stuff, they need to repolish. They need to figure out what's going on. Because losing 10 games straight, that's a problem, especially for a team that's not expecting that. But that, that, that that's all we got. That's all we got. That's the show. It's unfortunate that uh, Sam left, but it's all right. But yeah, this is, this is probably the season finale of actual episodes for... I don't know how long. Um, I know Friday we're probably going to release a special episode. It's going to be a nice bonus. Dude, I thought that was a secret. Oh, I might have to cut that off. No, it's not a secret. It nope. is. It has gone public. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be some awesome stuff. But after that, I mean, we're we're still gonna stay active on Instagram. That's not gonna stop. But the episodes, you're gonna have to wait a little bit because. We got big things coming. It's loading, so got to take our time in doing it. But that's all from me. And that's all from me. All from you, and I'm pretty sure that's all from Sam, unless <laughs> he magically <laughs> appears. <laughs> but yeah, 
and that's it from the set. Um, peace out. <laughs>